following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. Yay! And we're back in Pennsylvania. And before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-star, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. I was just trying to pick Jimmy's nose. He said, don't do that. What? I guess it's not a good image to pick his nose on TV. Not really. Yeah, I don't like but, that. But it's a human function, picking noses. That's fine. We, we just all don't pick do it our on noses. Every, you ever see people in the car? Why does everybody picks their nose while they're driving? Then they roll down the window and they flick, flick it out. The, the, the rock's not out, and it hits your windshield. Actually, a lot of times I see people like 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 licking their finger afterwards. Go away. <laughs> I once went when I went I once went to school, right? When I was a kid in school, there was this boy that used to always have snots drooling out of his nose and he would lick his snots with his tongue. Eventually he had a like a lip that was all broken out, you know, so because of the cold weather, you know, chapped his upper lip and the snots got like melted into his cracks and his lip and then he'd slurp to suck it out of That's really disgusting. Quite gross. Oh, anyway, I was he hungry. grew up to be uh President Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> not really, not really. So what's up, Mr. Chad Murphy, our man behind the boards? What's going on, fellas? Ron, eat your own boogers. What's going on, hey, chat did room? Did you say man be behind the broads or the boards? Both. Boards. Because he's cute enough to go behind the board, That's the broads. I work and I got looser. Those broads would jump all over you. Chad, you're so faithful for you to your girlfriend. Look at all the fun you, you're losing out on. Hey. That's not true. How do you know what he's How losing? You, well, he's young. He should be, you know, sowing his oats, as they say. Not with one person. He should be out there with that cute face <laughs> and that hot about? You're Mr. Like, I have to be married. Shut up, Jimmy. Uh, Chad's got funny. the body of a Hercules. He's got the gorgeous body. He's a gorgeous face. He's a sweetheart of a guy. Ladies, I'm sorry, but he's taken. Thanks, Ron, for the advice. I'm very happy with Heather. Very happy. No, but it's Love true, her. Chad. You're good looking. Sure. All the uh, good and ones so, are and, taken. And Heather's good looking, and together they're Chad I've never and Heather. Met, I've never met Heather. Cheddar. Next Jimmy, time we go to Florida, we'll work it out. We get to go meet I'm never Heather. going back to Florida. So <laughs> oh, he's not coming back? I had the most miserable trip, the most miserable time. It rained every single you day. You betcha. We didn't get one day of sunshine. Not one? And, you know, the pool where Jimmy's dad lives has a big sign alongside the pool with all the laws of the pool. No children, no toys, no anything. And then suddenly it says, if you have diarrhea, oh, no. please don't use the pool. It does not say that. <laughs> well, I stood on water. I walked to get out of there because they're all old people. And I guess old people get diarrhea in the pool. Not a pretty sight. So I'll never go in that pool again. Oh, but I did lovely. stay. I, you know, And then his dad doesn't want air conditioning. His dad was in pajamas with a wool ski hat. And Jimmy was sweating. And his dad said, I'm freezing. <laughs> so I said, uh, Chef Kim Namoli invited me to stay at her beautiful home on the ocean 
in Fort Lauderdale. Yeah. So I accepted. And I had three of the most beautiful days. She made a dinner to faint from. It was chicken cacciatore. And then she made a wonderful tiramisu. So Jimmy and I gained about 40 pounds. But we, we were very happy. And the dinner party was lovely. Uh, some of our very nicest friends was there. Joe Ensenada. Ensenada. No, not that. That's a place in Mexico. Joe, Joe I can't think of his name. He played for the New York Yankees. Yeah. He's a New York Yankee baseball player. And he worked player. for, and he also worked on that show, Rudy Tootie Tin. Rudy Kazuti. Rudy Kazuti. But he won the. Um, I always say, first time I met him, I was with Jane Russell, and I'm sitting there talking to Jane, and somebody said he's with the New York Yankees. I said, Oh, let me see. You have the ring on. He said, Yes, this is the World Series ring. And I turned to Jane and I said. Yeah, he, he won the Oscar. <laughs> and everybody at the table started to laugh. But I meant it. I went like he won the thing, whatever it's called. I said, oh, yeah, Joe won the Oscar for the Yankees. Anyway, Joe Ensign, what the hell is his name? Anunziata. Anunziata. Thank you so much. Joe Anunziata. Look him up. Great Yankees uh, Hall of Fame fella. And then we had our dear, dear friend who's, who just left for Croatia, um, Milan. Milan is incredibly fabulous. Interesting. Like the Lauderdale Film Festival. Yeah, interesting fella. He's been all over Beverly Hills. He knows every celebrity to know. He's friends with the entire world. Uh, just an interesting group of people at her dinner party. It was really lovely. And now we're back in Pennsylvania. Yes, waiting to be invited to her beautiful mansion in Geneva. She's got a home up there you could drop dead from on a lake. It was built in 1936, and it looks like Cary Grant or Captain Hepburn should have lived in it. It's that sort of a home. I'm taking pictures, and I'll be posting it. So Chef Kim is a doll. I love her. She's been my friend for many years. And boy, oh boy, kids, can she cook. There you go. Go to her webpage. Get some of her Galleychef.org, I think. Mm -hmm. Anyway, we got to move forward with the chat room. What's up, chat room, everybody? Hello. Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Stars now, Dave Hughes, Irish Ginger, Rebel Valley, everybody in the chat room. Hello, hello, hello. Chad, how was your weekend? It was awesome. It was, I don't know. I guess I wasn't in the same part of Florida as Ron. No, uh, we left on we left. No, the like, day we left, it was gorgeous. Yeah, the, we left on Saturday, and it was like uh, when we left on Saturday, it was a beautiful day. But Friday was really bad. That's As I bad. looked at the airplane window, I started cursing. I said, "Why couldn't we be down instead of up here?" Right. Soon and as, I was happy soon, to get soon home. As soon as y'all left, you know, the sun came out, the blue came back into the skies. We went out on the boat for about five or six hours, got a nice little color. Oh, it was great. We had a great weekend. Hey, what kind yeah. of boat do you have? Uh, it's basically, I think, uh, I think the name of it was Freedom Boat Club, and they're in Palm Beach, and uh, oh. and the pipe man, oh, the pipe man is hooked up. Dean was invited that, yeah. us on. So your yeah, Dean invited us on. Right. I'm afraid Dean is going to push me overboard. He might. He might. <laughs> be, because You're smart. I'm, I'm yeah. better than him on radio, and he can't deal with it. That would be great and to I, see a one on one between you two. He'll kill anybody that's better than him or equal to him. You know, Dean is a savage. Yes. <laughs> Listen to that. We, but, uh, we should is, mention. Wait, wait, hang on. Is Dean there? <laughs> he is. He's in the other room. Oh, tell him what I said. <laughs> He'll listen to it eventually. I, I, you know what? You're going to invite him on your show if you uh, I love start Dean. Him. Dean is a cool dude. He's he a is. nice fella. And when yeah. I make fun of him and tease him, it's just teasing. It's New York style. Sure That's what is. we do. Dean and I have a special rapport. You're good there at you it. There you go. All right. <clears throat> so, um, oh, nobody called in yet, though, right, Chad? No callers. 
Okay, good. All right, so so tell us a little bit, Jimmy, about the party we're going to tonight. I, I have no idea where he's dragging me. We're going to downtown <laughs> Philly. I forgot where, like an art center for Singledom, the series. It's S I N G L E D M series. It's at Singledom series on Twitter and it's singledomseries.com. And it's some kind of like a bunch of single people like new comedy show. Sounds like I don't really I don't really know too much about it. I know that in the last episode, uh, the girls that are in the series are going to be in the car listening to the Jimmy Star show. Great. And I have a new drink for everybody. Okay, you ready for this? What does it have to do with Singledom series? I'm going to want to pop and oh. drink a little, Jim. <laughs> Just because you're a Puritan Quaker doesn't mean I have to be one. <laughs> now, here's the drink. Sky Vodka with honey. Could you believe that? And I use Bradley's honey because it's the finest honey in the United States of America. It's go. made with, by bees that live in South Florida. They're happy bees because they They're do happy. Everything. Well, they shop, at, <laughs> they shop at Gucci's and they do all the things that South Floridians do. They wear designer clothes. They're fabulous jewelry. These beads are these beads. These bees <laughs> are exceptional. Now, seriously, all kidding around. If you want to really taste fabulous honey, go get Bradley's Backyard Honey. Follow us on Facebook. It's Bradley's Backyard Honey, or on Twitter at Backyard Honey PD. But have you any idea? You put a little pineapple, by the way. A drop of pineapple with some honey in it. Vodka. My God, is it good. And you can get Bradley's Backyard Honey in uh, in the South Florida area at Polar Bakery or at Amici Market on Palm Beach. Or you can get it at the O Spa, which used to be the Ritz-Carlton on South Palm Beach, or John G's uh, restaurant also on Palm Beach. And coming to a store near you soon. Hey, Jimmy, do we have a this party tonight? No. Why? Well, I want to do honey martinis. <laughs> I love it. The pineapple juice with the honey and the booze. I mean, you could get loaded quickly because it's so delicious. You drink it like a punch drink. So you can like three or four or five or six of those. and Listen to him, Chad. Three or four or five well, or six. Even a dull party <laughs> gets better. Anyway, that's Bradley's Backyard Honey. There you go. Loving it, loving it. Also, we're going to have, we got two, two great guests, you guys. I don't know how to pronounce his name, but it's uh, Jean Brassard. He's a... Uh, He's French-Canadian, I guess. He's a cool actor. He's actually got a role in that new movie that's a hit right now out called The Fault in Our Stars. He's also a singer, a voiceover actor. And then we have Bill Mummy, which I'm not sure if that's how you pronounce his last name either. And uh, he, he played Will Robinson in Lost in Space, in the original Lost in Space. He was also had a main role in uh, The Twilight Zone. And for five years, he was on Babylon 5, which is a... A cool show, and he's got a new TV series come out, um, so it should be a lot of fun. And we've got great new music. And for those of you who are looking at my shirt, fainting and wanting it, it's a Jimmy Star. And it's a Jimmy Star spring shirt or summer shirt. He did it in seersucker flowers, as you can see here, and a beautiful green and white plaid. I'm wearing it to the party tonight. I guarantee there'll be a few people that'll want one. Well, they can't have this one because Jimmy does one of a kind made in America, which is two of the reasons why everybody's buying Jimmy Star clothing. Um, he's really skyrocketing into the upper echelons of designers. And all so, you got to do to get I'm it. not finished. Don't okay. stop on my lines. I'm going to punch you. Okay. Stop it. Stop Ooh, it. It's so annoying. I'm so... He's crap. He's got to jump on well, I was going to tell people where to go get it. But wait a minute. Let me finish the pitch. Okay. When you wear a Jimmy Star, no one else has it. It's the one of a kind. So if you go to a party, you don't have to worry about looking like an identical person. So get yourself a Jimmy Star anything. Go on to 
eBay. Just plug in Jimmy Star Brand on eBay. I have three separate accounts. You can uh, buy them all up there. You have lots of pictures of all the different shirts. They're up for great prices, and we ship almost worldwide unless you're in like a really fun country. And if you want to send some positive energy at about 3.30, send it to our co-host, Deirdre Zarego. She's auditioning for a television series right now, playing a detective. Let's hope she gets it. Then you can see her weekly on a TV show. I'm not permitted to give the name, but if it happens and they start to shoot it, then we will let you know. It's for television, you know, major television. So let's all say, yay, Deirdre, go, girl. Get that part. We want to see you on TV. Yay, Deirdre, go, go. Get that part. We want to see you on TV. How is that? So original, Jimmy. Where'd you ever think that up? <laughs> anyway, folkies, we're going to have a fun show. The guy, the French-Canadian, I'm dying to ask him, uh, does he know that everybody in America says that Canadians are cheap? People that work in restaurants say they're lousy And people that you know sell real estate and stuff say they're the toughest to work with because they're cheap. So I want to know, is it true that French-Canadians are cheap? I doubt it. Because I have a very dear friend in, in French Canada, and he's the, you know... In he's French the, Canada? Well, the, the, French, you know, <laughs> no, what I was going to say was the French section of Canada, which is Sherbrooke, his name, he's a wonderful, his name is Franz, and he's from Sherbrooke, and he and his wife are two of the loveliest people in the world. You know, I've got a story about that. They took me to a restaurant, and forgive me if I don't pronounce it correctly, but it's Le Filets de Saint-Michel, which is the cliffs of St. Michael. And they don't like to speak English up there, so I tried with my French. And I'm talking to the waiter, and I said, Je veux une plat. Now, plat in French is a very nasty word. It means a woman's you-know-what, lower level. And they went hysterical to table because I said I wanted something on a woman's you-know-what. So don't, don't ever use the word plot because plot is not plate. Boring. Let's move on. This stinks. Well, that's funny. So we want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. Cindy Lady Lake just joined the chat room. She's at Lady Lake Music. She's a phenomenal music promoter. Follow her on Twitter. Um, I got a couple cool announcements. Um, number one, uh, last week we were talking about Dave Tolliver and his single home. We're going to play it for you guys later. It charted number four on the Billboard Hot Singles chart. Yay, 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 yay. And it's climbing. Congratulations, congratulations to Dave Tolliver and his single home. We're going to play it for you guys later today. I um, also want to give another shout-out because uh, the Spectre Music Group, who's a sponsor of the Jimmy Star Show, uh, signed two more great artists. One of them is the multi-platinum selling group H-Town. Uh, whose new single, uh, Green Light, is going to be coming out in August. And we also signed former boy bander from Dream Street and, and Disney star uh, Chris Truesdale, who will be coming out with a new single probably so sometime uh, in a few months from now. But we want to welcome both to the Spectrum Music Group and, and just excited to have all of them with us because, like, the roster is incredible, it's fun, and we definitely have the best music out and available. And the gal that was on last week, the guitarist who plays Melina like... Melina Moy. Oh, my God. I still haven't gotten over her. I'm still shaking from her. Does she not sound like Hendrix when she hits that guitar? What a body. What a sensational girl. And so sweet. We loved her on this show. We're going to invite her back in the near future. Actually, everybody loved her. Oh, she's she, fabulous. She was good looking and she could play the music. She I could... mean, can she wang, 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 wang that guitar? Yeah. Wow. She was great. How do you do that? Wang, 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 w
in that book are the names and the personal phone numbers of all the great legends of Hollywood and many of today's stars who I know. I told Jimmy, Jimmy, I'm hiding my book because we were having worked on in the house. Tell me where the book is when I look for it. Well, I've hidden the book and Jimmy doesn't know where it is. <laughs> okay? So that's a lot of help he gave me. Now, I don't have any of the phone numbers of, of Shirley MacLaine, of Debbie Reynolds, of uh, even my Lainey Kazan. So now I'm saying to everybody out there, if you're listening, please call me and give me your numbers. It's, it's just a tragedy. It really is. What, what was I get? Was it? What was the point I was going for there? I wonder. That you can't get any of your stars at the moment because oh, right, your book. Right, right, right. <laughs> but you know, Shirley MacLaine. I have Shirley's private cell, which means I bypass managers. I don't deal with managers. Managers are the most corrupt people, and they destroy careers. Shirley just, you know, won't do that. So I, I could call her directly and say, "Hey, Cheryl, you want to be on the show?" I can't call her. I can't even call my buddy Laney, who's my dear friend. I don't have a number. So I emailed her, though. She's going to send me her number. There you go. So what you have to listen to me. Do backup on everything. Like I threw my phone away because Jimmy gave me a brand new one for my birthday. I didn't know that the sky doesn't transfer everything from one phone to another. So I threw it in the garbage. And away it went with over a thousand pictures and, and a lot of important phone numbers. So backup, kids. I am backing up everything now. Absolutely. I've learned a lesson, a very costly lesson. Yeah, like you can't like lose your shit. <laughs> no, well, you, t you talk now because Dean says I talk too much. Now watch the show go boring, everybody. Talk, Jimmy. Talk. It's not going to go boring. I'm just going to, I like start playing music and then I don't have to worry about it. <laughs> See what I mean? See what I mean? Dean said, you never shut up. You're always talking. Nobody else has a chance to talk. Well, that's why this show is number one. I hate to tell everybody. I make it fun and interesting, I hope. The rest of them are so technical. Jimmy does all that technical crap. And Dean never shuts up on the pipe man. Go in and listen to the pipe man. Two, two, hours, <laughs> two hours of nonstop insanity. Who the hell understands him? Nobody knows what he's talking about. He just rattles on and on using very big words, like a pseudo-intellectual. Like <laughs> I mean, he just goes on and on and on for two hours. In the chat room, they're saying it is a talk show, so you're supposed to talk. I know, but they all yell at me, even, my, even that... Deirdre person that's going to be the new You never TV shut up, Ron. Hey, I got a guest on the line for you, Jimbo. All right, let's take it. Is that the French one? Maybe, if you're lucky. Oh, God, I have to crucify this one. <laughs> <clears throat> Is he there yet? He's here. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Merci beaucoup. Hey. Bonjour. Enchanté. Can you please pronounce your name so I don't mess it up? My name is Jean, as in Jean-Paul, Jean-Pierre, or Jean-Claude Van Damme, but Jean Brassard. Yeah! Jean Brassard, welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody, starting with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Comment allez-vous? Je m'appelle. Très bien, et vous, Ron? Yes. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? What? Voulez-vous coucher avec moi ce soir? Je vais voir mon calendrier. That's all I know in French. That means, do you want to sleep with me? Not really an offer. That's all I know. I know. I know. A so it's not a big offer to start a show with. How about Comitale? Yeah, he said it's a great way to start a show. Yeah, do, you, do you want to sleep with me? You never know. Nice Listen, icebreaker. I, I brought up a subject before. Oh, yeah, no, no, not yet. Not yet. Because <laughs> we're introducing, well, we haven't finished everything that we need to do. So, so, so Jean Brassard, also give, say hello to our man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello, Chad. 
John, welcome to the show, sir. Thank you so much. I appreciate being with you guys. Afternoon. Yeah, buddy. And then we have a chat room full of people, so give a shout-out to the chat room. Hello, chat room. How are you? Come on, tell you who. There you go. They're all laughing, too. They're, they're all laughing, actually, by the way, too, with Ron's French. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, uh, excuse yes. me. I hope nobody You guys are breaking up. America. Wait, where does he? Where are you calling us from, John? New York City. Oh, okay. New York City. I just ruined the whole thing. Why did I ruin the whole thing? No, you're not you, Jean. Because I wanted him. Well, to he's be, from Canada. Canada oh. But I wanted him to be there. I wanted the French feeling. Uh, now he's in New York, where I'm from. He's going to talk and sound like me now. No, he won't. Well, you know, well, nobody sounds New York, like you. Because you have to be French born there. People, Listen, people who come from all over the French world to enjoy the big city of New York. If you want, I can speak with an accent like that. If that's better. Oh, that's nice. That's good. We because we introduced you as this Frenchman. We don't want them to know you're born in Brooklyn. No, he's not born in Brooklyn. No, I am. Listen, John. Do you know? Do you know? In 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 in, in what the hell was it? In Canada, there's yeah. a restaurant called Le Filets de Saint Michel, the Cliffs of Saint Michael. Had I ruined that? Well, that might be, but I haven't been to that specific restaurant, so... Is it's, it in good? Have you been there? it's in Sherbrooke. Oh, in Sherbrooke. Nice. Mm -hmm. Tilly, if ever, Tilly if Sherbrooke. Ever, I'm sorry. If ever you're there, go to that restaurant. It's fabulous. The food was delicious. And I just oh. told a story before. I thought I'd show off an order in French, and I said I wanted a un plat of... of. Now, plat is not a nice word in French. It means a woman's you-know-what. And everybody well, at the table started yeah. to laugh. I wanted to say a plate of. So I said, un plot de. And he messed it up. That's not nice. That is, that is, that funny. is not a word that would be used on, uh, on the, the radio up in Canada. Let me tell you that much. Is <laughs> <laughs> what plot means, right? I'm sorry? Do you know what plot means? Of course I do. I'm French-Canadian. Okay. Well, I'm not gonna, I'm so not now, could you imagine going in a restaurant and telling the waiter you want a plot to eat? <laughs> no, I won't. Does anybody else have any questions? <laughs> what do you say? <laughs> no, I talk too much. Uh, Jimmy, take it away. All right, so get ready to fall asleep, John. So, okay, so now you're actually uh, you're actually in New York. You're a dancer. You're a singer. You're an actor, and you're a voiceover actor. Uh, you you, you yeah. got a role in the new movie that's out right now, The Fault in Our Stars, with Shailene Woodley and Ansel Eggert. Uh, uh, very, it's the movie got great reviews. Like, talk a little bit about it. You have a good time. I know it's based on a best-selling book, and it's doing very well. It's doing extremely well. Yes, it's based on uh, John Green's book by the, of the same name, The Fault in Our Stars. And um, John writes a lot for uh, you know his main audience is young adults and. Um, this is a movie about two young people who meet in a uh, cancer support group situation. And there's a three, three of them, three main characters, really. Uh, Nat Wolf is also very much in the movie. And the three of them get to be friends. And a little bit later on, two of them, uh, Shailene and Ansel's characters, kind of fall for each other. And that really happens when he declares his love uh, when they are on a trip to Amsterdam. Yes. Where they come to my restaurant and I get to... Uh, 
serve them uh, a wonderful dinner and uh, talk to them about uh, Don Perignon and when he what he said uh, after he had invented champagne and things like that. I get to put the magic in their dinner, which is which was really a lot of fun. And to answer your question further, it was it was a great time on the set to be oh John John uh, sorry. Josh Boone, who directed the movie, he had a wonderful crew, very friendly, and everybody was very into the movie, so that was a lot of fun. And uh, Shailene and Ansel were just great, easy, fun. I think it's really cool just to be in a movie, because I think that Shailene is probably going to be like the next, for her generation, she's going to be like the it actress. She's already so in demand. She's a she, f- is the, she is the lead actress. She's phenomenal. I just think this young woman is so... First of all, she's great on screen because she's just very, very natural. She's very focused and beautiful to look at. And she, I'm, I'm very excited to see, you know, the, the arc of her star through the I, next uh, few decades. I think that she will be like, like every generation has like an actor or an actress, you know, who is super, superbly popular. I think she's going to be it for yep. her generation. Um, she's well, got another movie I saw coming out. She was in Beverly Hills 90210. She's done such great things. So congratulations for you. And, and if people want to see part of the clips from that, too, they can check out your web website. They can go to www.jeanbrassard.com, which is J-E-A-N-B-R-A-S-S-A-R-D.com. And, yes, um, they, can do and they can check it out. And also, you were in Stakeland, and I'm really good friends with Danielle Harris, um, who had a big role are. in that film. Uh-huh. And, uh, that's and that's yeah, a that was, killer, uh, killer, that cool movie that everybody should see. I'm sorry, I can't hear you. Oh, I said everybody should see Stakeland. Stakeland is an, a fabulous like horror movie. I loved it. Yeah, it has a very it has its own genre almost by itself. It's very well done. It was shot up in the in the Catskills, and uh, it really it has a, it's very atmospheric. I love it. Which I love it too. So, like, what out of all the different things you've been in, do you have a, a favorite? Because I know you've done a ton of guest spots on television: The Sopranos, Sex in the City, Law and Order. Uh, now you've got all these yeah. movies under your belt and miniseries. You were in John Adams. Like, do you have anything that was like more like one of your favorites? Well, you mentioned John Adams, and I have to, I've been talking a lot about John Adams and how wonderful it was to be on the Tom Hooper set and. Uh, I just love that miniseries. I think it's, uh, I'm just proud to be part of it, you know, and uh, because it's, first, it's very, very well-crafted and it's very educational about American history and, you know, the early years and how this country started becoming what it was. And it's done in such a, you know, engaging and entertaining way. I highly recommend it if if people have not seen that. But uh, also I want to mention, you know, a, a really fun little stint was, to go to be on the 30 Rock with uh, Tina Fey and Alec uh, Baldwin, and I got to be uh, the person who married them, of course, by mistake, uh, because it's 30 Rock, <laughs> but it was such a hoot. It was great fun. I played a French admiral when they came to get married. Uh, Alec Baldwin's character came to get married with, with another woman, and by mistake, of course, because it was a French island, and they didn't understand what I was saying. He ended up marrying Tina Fey's character, but that was a hoot. That was such a great little moment. So, like, do you have if you do you have an actress or an actor that you would like really? Because you've already worked with a lot of big people. Is there someone you haven't worked with that you think, oh my god, this would be the person I would love to work with them? Well, now that's a that's a great question, and also because for me it opens it opens the world because you know we think of actresses here in the United States that there are so many. Other wonderful women uh, uh, leading actresses in the world, and I'm thinking of, of France. Let's see. I mean, I'd love to work with Catherine Deneuve. 
and she was wonderful, you know. And Isabelle Huppert, who is a great French uh, leading actress now. Um, so I'll mention these two. They'll make people go and look for them if they don't know them. Uh-oh. Chad. Hello? Oh, there we go. What's something yeah. happened? We disappeared for a second. Oh, okay. That's okay, though. Me? Like, okay, what about an American one? Since I don't know any of the French actresses. Who, who's an American uh-huh. one? Uh, well, let's see. Uh, of course, I would. I'd love to to work again with uh, Laura Linney for one. Who I think is a really fantastic actor. actress. And uh, and Tony Collette, who I really admire. Although she's Australian, but she's been working in the U.S. Now yeah, for she a works long a time lot too. She's done. fantastic, also. So, okay, so so was it difficult yeah. for you as a Frenchman to break into American film? Well, you know, it's a, that's an excellent question because uh, uh, you know, as an actor. Uh, you often have a weapon that is, you know, it's a double-edged sword uh, because you get typecast, and but it also allows you to be, you know, to be specialized to, um, you know, to have something that everybody knows that if they if there's a Frenchman, then you know, oh, we know we go to this guy. So it's been a blessing in that way, and of course, uh, like most actor will ex- actors experience, I think, you know, you end up doing you end up doing a certain kind of work. And then there's uh, there's many other cards that you could play, and I like to think of you know of the other cards as still coming my way. So there's, there haven't there haven't been too many uh, you know just uh, American parts, but um, I'm looking forward to those. But uh, yeah, actually, it's just a, it's a it's a cool thing just in general though the fact that you're like a working actor and you're actually like working yeah, um, all the time. Right. So just to be working all the time is really cool. And as besides being an mm-hmm. actor, you're also a singer. That's right. Yeah, I love singing. Um, and, so we're uh, going to actually play one of your songs. I have no idea what it means, so explain La ch- Chansonnette. Very well said. Thank you. Um, um, wh- what does I that like, actually mean? Sing the well, La, ch- La Chansonnette really just is, it means the little song. It's a celebration of, uh, um, you know, the... Um, it's like the, uh, the little ditties, the little, the little tunes that come into your head while you're walking down the street, while you're strolling, you know, that just keeps, you know, kind of like a, it keeps you swaying with it. And it's, uh, this particular song talks about the old songs, the songs of the old days that, uh, although change, uh, times have changed, still remain in your head and, uh, you know, making you, um, making you dance a little bit. So that's a tribute to that. And it was, uh, it's a song that I sang part of a show um, called the, the Kid from Paris, which was an homage, a tribute to uh, yeah, the, the very famous actor and singer Yves Montand. And so uh, David Kruger and I co-wrote a piece, and then uh, we get to perform it you know, all over Europe and Canada and France and paying tribute to this great, wonderful man that he was. And the music from the 40s and the 50s uh, from France and a little bit uh, later on as well, but particularly that period. Okay, so what we're going to do, how about you, uh, Chad, are you ready for it? Yes, sir. So how about uh, you actually introduce it for us, we're going to play and let everybody hear it, and then we'll come back and talk after it plays. That's great. Now, what I want everybody to do also is to hum along the piece and pretend that you sing French. Just go, la, da, da, la, 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 la. You'll enjoy it. This is La Chansonnette pour vous cet après-midi, mesdames et messieurs. There we go.
la la mine de rien, la voilà qui revient. La chansonnette, elle avait disparu, le pavé de ma rue était tout bête. Les refrains de Paris avaient pris le maquis, les forains l'orphéon, la chanson de maquis. Mais on n'oublie jamais le flonflon qui vous met le cœur en fête Quand le vieux musicien dans le quartier vient revoir les anciens faire son métier Le public se souvient, la chansonnette tient, tient les titis, les marquis, c'est parti, mon kiki. La chansonnette, après l'effet du tort, car tous les transistors soudain s'arrêtent. Sous le ciel de Paris, un accordéon joue la chanson de maquis, comme avant le nez. Cueilli par un flonflon, un tétard en blouson D'un franc de violette va fleurir sa bardeau Car malgré son aigle au milieu du dos Le cœur est bon et sous ses cheveux gris La chansonnette sourit La chansonnette La chansonnette Car on n'oublie jamais Le flonflon qui vous met Le cœur en fête il faut du temps, c'est vrai, pour séparer le bon grain de l'ivraie et comparer, mais on trouve un beau jour sa chansonnette d'amour. Yay, that's la chansonnette by Jean Brassard. Is that part of an album? Yes, it is part of an, uh, part of an album, and it was, it's called Le Gamin de Paris which means the kid from Paris, and uh, it's 12 songs that are from the show, but all in the original French. So and, and you can get it that on CD it? Baby. Say that and, again? Uh, you know, just, you can just punch in my name, Jean Brassard, and it will come up. Wonderful oh, no, Like iTunes music. and Amazon and stuff like that? Yes, all of it too, iTunes also. All right, and if, if people want to find out more about you, they can also go to www. Jean Brassard.com, and they can follow you on Twitter at Jean the number one Brassard, um, which That's is right. freaking like awesome. So, um, when's the last time that your chat room got to hear a French song played right that's there? That's the first live. time we've played a French yeah. song. They're all commenting that that's the first time we've played a French song. Mm -hmm. How about that? A premiere on your on the Jimmy Star show. 
That's right. We yeah, we buddy. do, and we get a lot of premieres, but um, that's our first French one, and uh, it was fun. It was cool. Um, I think that it's you know, congratulations to you for having such a great uh, career and everything going so well. We want everybody to check out the Fault in Our Stars, um, and, yeah. and they can also see your role in it if they go to your website. So everybody go to jeanbrassard.com. We want to thank Clint Morris from October Coast and Publishing for setting this interview up with you. Thank He's you awesome. Clint is, Clint is awesome. We wish you all the luck in, in all the projects that you've got going on, and the music is awesome. So everybody go uh, plug in Jean Brassard on uh, iTunes and, and download some great French music, and we want to thank you for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Hey, my pleasure. You know, I'm in the movie The Fault in Our Stars, and your name is Star, so, you know, it's a very, it's a very good sign. There you go. There you go. So uh, have a great weekend, and thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. Bye, Jean. My pleasure. Take care, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Yay! So, Chad. Yes, sir. We're gonna go from French to "What About the Beautiful <laughs> Children" by Miss Lily McLeod. Sounds like a good idea. Here we go. Here it goes, everybody. Children available now. Life and love. What about the children?
song it's getting a pretty lot of airplay everywhere we definitely need people to request it at their favorite radio station uh lots of lots of internet stations are playing it and we appreciate all the support with that lily mcleod is awesome and now she's working with uh jerry cummings and jerry cummings is from harold melvin and the blue notes who's going to get inducted into the uh, r&b hall of fame next year and he's working on a song with her it's going to be awesome and and so big things are going on for lily mcleod and, and we just freaking love that song ron loves that song i played that song very very important friend of mine in flower flower in florida who's connected with the um gay film festival and um they played it it went everybody went crazy over it let me explain something to you why did Lily choose this song to record and not Alabaster Box or something else, which she did on, on television? She chose this song because at the time, those girls were kidnapped and taken in Africa. We really have got to get together, everyone, and protect our children. They're the future of America. Our children are being brutalized. They're being beaten. They're being abandoned. They're being raped. This is unheard of. What the hell is going on? Now, I play this song, like when I was at the bridge in Fort Lauderdale waiting for the bridge to close, I deliberately played it out the window, with windows down. The car next to me was a group of people, and they said to me, oh my God, what a great song, whose is it? And I told them whose it is and where they could get it. And I said to them, do me a favor for the information I just gave you. Play it as loudly as you can, every way you can, so everybody will hear this song. And everybody will join all of us and say, what about the beautiful children? We need to do this. This is not a song to make money. This is not a song to promote Lily. Lily can do it on her own. This is a song all about the children. So if you're with us and you care about children, I'm going to cry in a minute because I love children. My kids, everybody's kids. There you go. Look at oh. I can't help it. I love children. And when I see them being smacked in, in stores and being abused, or I read about another child on the block has been raped by an uncle, I can't deal. Don't hurt dogs and don't hurt children, and you're my friend. Anyway, please. That's funny. I just, uh, to well, I just it let up. me finish because okay. I'm an emotional moment. Please, everybody, get this song. Not to make Lily rich. Well, it won't, believe me. Get this song to help the beautiful children. 
That's it. It's fantastic. It's available on iTunes, Amazon, in every country all over the world. It's a great, great song. And, and she is going to be recording those other songs that Ron spoke about later on as, as her <laughs> album comes out. Um, and I posted this cool thing. Um, oh, wait, Jimmy, on, one thing I want to interrupt. Uh, Lily chose this song also because she's a Christian. And she said the Lord spoke to her. And he said to Lily, through you, we can get the word out to protect God's children. I just want you to know that. Lily is a wonderful, wonderful human being. Absolutely. Besides being a phenomenal singer. Absolutely. I so, adore her. So I posted this thing on Instagram to lighten this up a little bit. And it's a picture of a dog running uh, through, the, through the greenery. And it says, I don't care who dies in the movie as long as the dog lives. <laughs> Now, what the hell has that got to do with the beautiful children? No, because you said don't do anything bad about the children or dogs. Or dogs. <laughs> well, you got that right. You know, on my webpage on Facebook, people post pictures of these dogs that have been locked up, starved, and they're, they're, they're just a skeleton of horrible stuff. And I say, what about the one about the guy that was throwing a cat up in the air and shooting it? I mean, how do these people exist? And why doesn't the Lord kill them? I mean, get them off the planet. How could you throw a beautiful cat into the air and shoot it? Must have been those those cow those guys on that show. Yeah, you hate those duck dynasty. It probably was a duck <laughs> dynasty guy that did it. But seriously, how do people hurt animals or children? You know, beat your neighbor up. That's okay, but leave kids alone. There you go. Also, we want to give a special shout out to uh, Lady Lake, uh, Lady Lake Music, Cindy, and and Ginger Irish at official Irish or Irish Ginger official in the chat room for p putting up all the links and tweeting during the show and everything. We really appreciate all the support. They're fantastic, and you guys should be following them on Twitter at Lady Lake Music and at Irish Ginger official or Ginger Irish official and Lady Lake. I don't know who you are, but you're yeah, fabulous. You I've never met her. Oh, you never met I never met her either. I just oh, okay. talked to her on the phone a lot. I, I have to tell you, you're <laughs> fabulous. All the stuff that you do on my twits and all, my tweets. And Ginger Irish, they both do And that. Ginger Irish is another one that campaigns for everything great. Ladies, thank you so much. There you go. And now what are we going to talk Oh, that's what I want to talk about. Uh, what? When I had my TV show in California, it was on television on Time Warner Cable. I never called it a talk show. It was a conversation with show. I don't like talk shows where they ask these boring questions that have been asked a million times and the answers are all rehearsed and the star stinks. I don't like people who come on our show either and use it as a commercial and don't give us personality. The reason why I ask the questions I ask is to bring them into the center arena so that they're not just doing a interview talk show about what they're doing. Boring, nobody really cares because nobody even knows where for them are. But if they come in and give conversation to all of us, we learn who they are. We learn and like who they are. We find out that they're just like everybody else. They, they, they want what we want, and they're human. That's why I ask, are you married? Are you gay? Are you straight? Are you happy? Are you hungry? Those are the questions. Now, if the guest comes on and gives me conversation back, we have a hit show. But when they come on and only give... Um, a, a, a commercial the shows don't do well so if everybody out there thinks that we're a little peculiar yes we are we're a conversation show not a talk show there you go and Cindy Lake says she loves you <clears throat> I love you Cindy Lake <laughs> you're a sweetie and you really can work girl let me tell you absolutely so she's like all over the place so also then he was talking about um, The Fault in Our Stars and it's a, a young adult novel and we have another uh, artist, singer, fan of the show, fan person that we're a fan of, Shane Layton and mm, she's mm, got mm. Um, 
She's got a oh. book series called Of Light and Darkness. Uh, the first two books are out. There's also a companion book for Of Light and Darkness. There's also a third book getting ready to come out. It's it's wildly successful, and she's also a Spectre Music Group recording artist, and we freaking like love all the different things that she does. I love her. She's like Ron's adopted daughter. She is. I adopted her. Shane Layton is my sweet little pussycat. I adore, love, and cherish her. She is the realest chick. She's gorgeous and way out in her look, but when you get to know her social, she's my little baby. She's an, a lovely, kind, good-hearted, honest, never hurt anybody, sweet girl. And only, hot, too. Well, yeah, but I only hope the business doesn't destroy her and make her out to be like some of those shit pots that think who the frig they are. Shane Layton is wonderful, and her husband, Frank, is a delicious delight. We love to play, what is it we play, iPod? No, uh, we. We, we play the we. We do tennis and stuff, <laughs> and we do bowling while we crack up laughing. You have to see what a mess it is. Shane Layton, now this is about her, is a writer not to be believed. I read every one of her books. I'm in, so involved with this little village of vampires and crazy people that live in this village, and the romance that goes on, the way she writes is beautiful. I wish they would make a movie movie out of it because it's so wonderful as a singer well you'll hear when you hear her sing and as a an, as an actress she's fabulous and she's beautiful and yes my friends that's a natural redhead she does not color that's her right hair. the carpets match the drapes that's right that's, <laughs> jimmy that's the funniest thing you've ever said since i know you as he's burping <laughs> so I, maybe burp. i'm drinking cream soda because my voice is going but anyway shane layton I only wish everybody could know. Well, maybe if she makes a movie one day, you'll get to see her personality. Absolutely. But you guys follow her on Twitter. It's at Shane Layton. And, um, and buy her record because Jimmy makes money. Oh, well, actually, her record, this is her single is called Invincible, and it's going to be coming out yeah. August 12th, I think. So it's not out yet. So you know um, I'm not bluffing when I say Lily's song is about helping the children, not money. But, but uh, Shane's is. So buy it. <laughs> buy it because I so need So we can new, write more books. Right. We need, <laughs> I need a new car. Anyway, um, so, so Chad, are you there? No. Chad, you're awful quiet today. No, I'm not here. Leave a message. Okay. Beep. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, Chad, are we ready? We're going to play Shane Lane's Invincible because everybody loved this. I'm always ready for Shane. All right, it's everybody. It's really a great song. This is a it's remake banging. of the Pat Benatar hit Invincible, brought up to the 2014s by Shane Layton, and here it is, yeah. Invincible.
Yeah, what's up? That's Invincible by Shane Layton. Chad, are we back on? Yeah. I thought so. <laughs> you know something? I was never a Pat Benatar fan, and I love what Shane does with this song. I think it's far better than what Pat Benatar did. And she, she was those, she was from my day, Pat Benatar, she, so I know who she is. She hits those like high notes. Chad, Actually, Jimmy, you want to know something? I think I met Pat Benatar in the Right Bank Shoe store in Beverly Hills on Camden. My very good friend Bobby Sabatano worked there as a salesman, and I met him for lunch. And she came in, Pat Benatar, and the other girl with her was another famous singer. And Bobby told me, you know, who they were because I'd never known what they looked like. And the Pat Benatar one was very pretty, the brunette girl. Yeah, she's pretty. Yeah, very pretty and very. Chad, sweet. do you like Pat Benatar? You betcha. Like Pat Benatar has so many hits. Like she's like an icon in like the world of music, and she's out still touring and doing all kinds of stuff. Like, yeah, I've seen her. She definitely rocks it for the women. Name. Yeah, I mean, like there aren't too many women rockers that are bigger than her in the history of like music that do rock music. Maybe it was anyway, Lita Ford. If you want to say it again, Chad. So maybe it was Lita Ford, Ronnie. Yeah, actually, Pat Benatar is bigger than Lita Ford, though. True. If, Even though I'm friends with Lita Ford, I'd like to say it. The only sorry, Lita. <laughs> if Damn you it. ever wanted to see movie stars in Beverly Hills, you have to go to the Right Bank Shoe Store. They all shop <laughs> there. And I was in there another time waiting for my friend Bobby, and in walked Barbara Streisand. Well, the first thing I thought of was she looked like a soup bone. That's the shape of her face. Wow. And she walked by the table where they had these bags, and it was an evening bag. And she lifted it up, and I heard her say to her girlfriend, and for this they want $500, and flipped it and threw it down. Barbara Streisand, with all her bucks, she huh. thought 500 bucks was a lot for, hey, what's his name, bag too? It was the, the guy that does all the, the leather that looks like patch quilt. What the hell was his name? Very oh. famous bag make, very famous bag guy. I don't know. But yeah. in the chat room, Cindy Lady Lake said that Pat, uh, Pat Benatar's songs too are hard to do covers of and sing because she's a trained opera singer and she can hit. Who is Pat? Uh, yeah, Pat Benatar is. Oh, I didn't know she was. I didn't know that either. Did but you know that, Chad? Of, I did, but she can get up Patty, there on the range. Speaking of Patty, as I just did, she was on uh, somebody's show a couple of days ago. Did anybody see LaBelle when she was on there, Patty LaBelle? If so, let they me know. They can't answer you. <laughs> no, they could do it. They could do it in the Facebook, in the thing there, the chat room, in the chat room. If anybody saw that interview, I heard it was great. And Labelle looks gorgeous. She's lost a ton of weight because she's a diabetic. She looks young and skinny and beautiful. And you know, that's my baby. That's the one I love. Like who's okay? So Chad, like think about this. Everybody in the chat room, you guys think about this too. Do you have like a favorite, fam uh, favorite female singer, and it can't be Heather? It has to be like somebody else. <laughs> Yeah, Patty, Patty LaBelle. I know, that's yours. Mine. Alive. Peggy Lee is dead, so she, so Patty moved in. Chad, you got a favorite female singer? Give me a second. Okay, I'll give you a second. I don't really know who my favorite. I, probably mine is Mariah Carey, because I love Mariah Carey. Yeah, Patty LaBelle's better. And Patty was the original, you know, screamer. Well, actually, like, you get to think that Patty LaBelle is better for you, and then for me, I get to think that Mariah no, Carey. No, no one sings like Patty because Patty holds notes, and Patty can go in a range that nobody can go. Yeah, her, but her range Mariah is Carey outrageous. sold like 250 million records yeah, more than well, Patty LaBelle. That, that's what you think. <laughs> I challenge you on that. Oh, I tried. I looked it up. Yeah. Mariah Carey sold 350 million records. Yeah, and I bet you LaBelle sold more. LaBelle's been around forever. We'll, we'll look that up. Chad, look it up. One? Look it up. My I can't Patty, think of anything, but right now, she, my hang on, hang on. Let him answer. I'm sorry, I'm not, I can't hear him. He, he's going deaf, Jimbo. Um, I think I'm going to go with Pink. Oh, there we go. Who's That's Pink? a good one. Who's Pink? Do we have her on the show? No, we haven't had her. I dressed her once as a clothing oh. designer, but we haven't had no, her. No, Patty LaBelle is like Johnny Mathis. Johnny Mathis has sold a million albums. Johnny Mathis sold 350 million. 350 million albums. Could you imagine? So has, so has Mariah Carey. But LaBelle is like, forget about it. 
We're going to find out. And uh, nobody in the chat room wrote anything. Also, then, you guys, while people actually people are saying uh, best female singer, Mariah Carey, Celine Dion, or Barbara Streisand. Um, and also, like, uh, Ron and I went to the movies, you guys, while I'm looking this up. Yes. And we went and saw Jersey Boys. And he's wow. going to tell you a little bit about it because it was awesome. First of all, I think that the gal that played his wife should get an Oscar for Best Supporting Actress. She was fantastic. The film opens and you meet this character for like a minute and you hate her. Now, it is difficult for an actor to get you to hate them that quickly. And you hate her throughout the movie, which is wonderful. It brought me back to almost my time. Of course, it's a little bit before my time. But I remember what, what's going on. It was fun. It was was beautiful. It was loving. The music was great. That guy has a fabulous voice. It's a definite go-see movie. Unfortunately, I've never seen the Broadway musical because we were, I don't know what the hell we were doing, but we couldn't do it. Throughout the whole movie, though, he was like, first of all, like every time things happen, I would, I would like remember stories he's told me since we've been together and like about his growing up, growing up at that time. And so like it was basically like taking him back in time through his life. Well, it wasn't New Jersey. It was Brooklyn. And I told him about, you know, friends of mine that used to sell hot goods and they'd give me tip offs. And I would go and buy, you know, like my wife, Charles Jordan shoes for 100 bucks when they were going for two and three. Designer bags, beautiful gowns and stuff and televisions and radios. So I developed a reputation among my friends. And one time a bunch of patio furniture fell off a truck and my whole neighborhood bought the patio furniture that fell off the truck. So it was a lot of, it, a lot of me in there because the... Um, they're just the camaraderie of friendship that I hope everybody has today when you have friends that you grow up with. Unfortunately, a percentage of my friends have passed away because of AIDS. And that's a sin because they were great guys. And one gal, one gal and the rest of them were great guys. I love the film. I would recommend it in a minute. I give it five stars. Okay, yeah, it was very good. I don't know who the, I was trying to figure out who the lady who played the um, the wife is. But she it, was great. She doesn't look like. Oh, could you hate her guts? I mean, I tell you, when you go see it, you want to beat this bitch up. You want to smack her and knock her out. It's great, though, and Frankie, you know, for people who don't know what the Jersey Boys is about, it's, uh, about, it's about Frankie Valli. Right, and, his life story. And uh, it's a great, it has great, great music. And, yeah. like, Frankie Valli, you know, had hits from Ron's generation, my generation, generations, you know, before Ron and, and after me. And you know what I found amazing? I never knew that Pesci, what's his name first? Joe Pesci. Joe Pesci was their manager before he became an actor. Yes, Joe Pesci, the fabulous actor, was one of the uh, Jersey Boys managers. Yeah, it was cool. It was a great movie. I recommend it to anybody to go see it. Ron wants to go see it again. And then what what other movie do we sneak in to see? Um, We saw... We snuck in. No, we didn't. Did we sneak in? We were going to sneak in to see 21 Jump Street. Oh, right. 22 Jump Street, but But we didn't because it was late because the movie got out so late. Right, right. We'll see it. We'll go see that one and then sneak into another one. So I just looked it up online just for anybody who wants to know. Uh, Patti LaBelle has sold 50 million records. Oh, 50 million. And Mariah Carey has sold 200 million. Oh, wow. Yeah, but Mariah Carey is not rhythm and R&B. Yes, she is. Well, she is. Well, she's pop and R&B both. Yeah, well, Patti's R&B and Patti's been around forever. And 50 million records. And Johnny Mathis, I think, has sold 350, so he's sold more than everybody. Yeah, well, because he's the best singer in the world. (laughs) There's nobody (laughs) like Do you like Johnny Mathis, Chad? Of course. He couldn't make a Christmas Christmas without it. No, not even his Christmas. Just all of his music is fast. He has a voice that, you know, I know him. I'm thrilled and proud and honored to say I know Johnny. And we were talking one time. We were in the supermarket shopping. And he's only a vegetarian because he had a stroke years back. 
and he now eats very healthy. So we're talking, and I just let my hair grow in gray from dyeing it black. And I said to Johnny, I'm so happy with my gray hair. I don't have to go through that crap every two weeks of touching up the roots. And he leaned forward and he whispered in my ear, I still dye mine. <laughs> well, you know, he's like 103. He's older than I am. And he's dying his hair. Johnny is the sweetest guy in the world. My ex-partner of many, many years passed away from pancreatic cancer, was friends with Johnny. They used to play golf at the same country club up in um, Simi Valley, California. And Sal loved Johnny. Johnny was a kind, is still a kind, sweet man. He had a boyfriend that was Asian something, and because he's gay, Johnny. And when his uh, I don't know if people know that. Oh, I don't care. He doesn't care. We, we don't care. <laughs> I mean, okay. what a feather in our cap, Jimmy. Come on, a gay guy, Johnny. Jack, everybody knows he's gay. Come on. I didn't. Thanks, Ron. You didn't know he was gay. He's a hundred. No, I do. No, I do. He's hundred and thirty-seven and never got married. Never had a girlfriend. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's a great singer. Great person. No, we Absolutely. don't. I'm happy that he's in our, his family to us gay people. He's an oh, icon. Oh, I see. Anyway, he's just a lovely human being. Very lovely. I agree. Well, I, I like and in, and in his house, in his living room, dig this, folks. He's got a swimming pool that goes out of the living room out to the out of doors. You have to swim underneath this glass wall to get in and out of his pool. Not cool. I think so. Yeah, he lives up on Sunset Drive in, in Beverly Hills. So, Chad, I like your pick of Pink also, though, because Pink used to be one of my like favorites. She's have, not one of my. She's like probably like in the top ten for me. Do we have a number on her? How many she sold? No, I don't know, but I'm sure it's up. There. Um, she hasn't been around though as long as the other ones, so she probably hasn't sold as many. But I'll look it up. Maybe we'll take a. I think uh, I, I think I just picked her because one, she does have a good voice. Two, she rocks, and three, she's a hell of a performer. So I just didn't. You know, pick a favorite. She she singer. reminds me of a dyke. Do you think she's a dyke? She, she acts could. like a man. She looks like a man. I, I only see her dating like bikers. So she's a definitely a tomboy. I think she's, so she's a biker. I, no, I think I think she's. I think she, there's because well, like Linda Perry, all the people that she hangs out with are like known lesbians, and oh. so I wouldn't be surprised be because she acts like a man. She's dressed like a man. She's the pink tough. hair is like a drag queen. You know, like a guy in a pink wig. <laughs> I mean, I don't know her, so I don't mean to offend her or bash her at all. Right. And I hope she is gay. That would be another feather in our cap. Oh jeez! Pink has oh, sold. Stop it, actually, Chad! You homophobe. Actually, Pink, is, homophobe. Pink has sold seventy million records, Chad. Go. So she she sold more than Patti Labelle too. Well, but you don't forget in the days of Patti Labelle, they didn't have what we have today, where you can go on iTunes and buy a record. That's true. You had to go into a store, and, and it was difficult. And there and there was less people on the planet back then. That's right. <laughs> And less people who I do think that Patti LaBelle's a wait, phenomenal Excuse singer. me, less white people that liked black people. Yeah, that's true. So they too. didn't buy a black person's sure. album. That's right. See, yeah. that's the stupidity of America. I have all like Patti LaBelle's albums. I think she's freaking awesome. She, she can hit those high, those like high, I've, whatever they. I are. fell in love with her when I was a very young guy, and I never stopped loving. I have every record she's ever made. Uh, they say they're saying Doris Day, and Dave from Stars now likes Doris Day, which you like Doris Day, right? I. Spoke to Doris Day. I oh, know you like Peggy Lee. Oh, Peggy Lee was a dream of my life. But Doris Day, I spoke to her on the phone when I had my TV show set the record straight. And I called her up and I spoke with her and I said, Would you come on my television show? And she said, Honey, I don't do anything anymore. I said, Why is that? She said, Well, I've changed. I'm older and I don't look the same. And I'd rather let everybody remember me as I was. So I got a little annoyed and I said, Oh, I bet if I were Barbara Walters, you'd be on my show. She said, No, Ron, you're wrong. I said, you know me, what, the Ron Russell set the record straight, you know who I am? She said, no, I don't. She said, but I would have found out before I answered you. She said, I just don't do it. 
So now I'd like to get her on the radio so we don't have to see her. I understand she's gained quite a bit of weight and she's ill. And she doesn't look quite good. And she's a vain woman. But yes, I love Doris Day and her, her movies as well as her song. Love Me or Leave Me is her best movie where she sings the best songs. There you go. But Peggy Lee was wonderful. My very dear friend Beryl Davis, who sang with Frank Sinatra, I was driving with her in, in Hollywood, and we passed Whitley Heights, and she points to a house up there, and she said, Peggy Lee lived in that house. I said, oh, you knew her? Beryl said, oh, of course I did. I went to all her weddings. She's my dearest friend. I wanted to punch Beryl right in the head. They also like Aretha Franklin. And well, wait a minute. I, I said records. to uh, Beryl, you know Peggy, and you never invited me? She said, well, you never asked. And then she turned around and said, oh, but Peggy would have loved you because she loved funny guys. There you go, and you're who, a funny who are you, guy. Who are you talking about? Uh, Aretha Franklin. Uh, oh, I don't care. If somebody picked out Aretha Franklin. I'm not. I'm no, I don't Aretha care Franklin. for Aretha Franklin. She screams too much. She's too, you know. No, 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 no. <laughs> pa Patty has a sound that nobody else has. When she does "On My Own," which is one of my most favorite songs in the world, I'm sure you'll agree. That combination of oh, that's my, with Michael McDonald. Michael McDonald and and Patty. I wish we had it. We could play it again for everybody. It's just a beautiful song. And if you listen to Patty's voice, she cracks when she says, on my own. I knew it happened to be. It had to be. It's, it's Chad, do you like Michael McDonald? I keep forgetting. I love yep. him. That's my Michael McDonald. <laughs> he, is, he is adorable looking. He's handsome. I've never met him, but I'd love to. Here's but you know what? I'm going to work on Patty LaBelle. She lives in, in, in Pennsylvania, in Philly. On that road, what is it called? The rich road where the millionaires live? I don't know. The, on the line, they call it. I'm going to go ring her bell. Oh, wait, listen. What's that? So many promises. Here we go. <laughs> play it a little bit, Chad. No, I like play it. it. Play the whole thing. All right, flashback.
Just for Ronnie. Just Love for you, it. Ron. Thank you, Chad. Does that <laughs> song still hold up? What a beautiful song. Powerful. It tells a story. Her voice is incredible. Listeners, if any of you know Patti LaBelle, please do me a favor and call her and tell her that I adore her and I would be so honored if she'd come on our show and to call us. Yeah, we have to work on that. I've got to find her. I've got to know her. I've never met her. I've got to, you know, BNGB knows her, but not for many years. When BNGB was little singing, she sat on Patti LaBelle's lap. And she thinks she's Patti LaBelle because that's probably why I love BNGB so much is she sings like Patti. Patti's also her Which, hero. by the way, Brie? Brie, I love you, Brie. Uh, Brie, today's her birthday. <gasps> Happy, Happy birthday, birthday Brie. Brie. Oh, my God, Brie. I'm so sorry. Brie Wilson, you guys. She's a BNG. She's with the BNGB team and crew of people. Oh. She's also an actress. She's been on Vampire she, Diaries. Mm. And uh, she's really cool. And today's her birthday. And she's probably 21 again. And, and she's, uh, got she's the, gorgeous. And she's got a body of death with the biggest boobs. Wow. And her boobs are real. They're not water bags. <laughs> she's a gorgeous black woman, Brie. She's just stunning like Angie B is. Is there a way to tell? Uh, well, if they're fake? Uh, yeah, like can you yeah, tell by can yeah. you tell by by looking though, even though they have a shirt on? Yeah, yeah, because you know at certain ages you don't have water fountain boobs. You know, like the statue. I don't know what that means, like water. Well, you fountain. know, like in Italy, all the water fountain statues are naked, and the water comes out of their nipples. Well, when the boobs look like water fountain boobs, they're fake. When they sag, then well, they're they don't. Not. They don't sag, but they have a very natural look to them. They sort of, you know. And I know Brie. Brie doesn't do fake. She got a pair of buns on her. That I know, don't but quit. just in general, I was meaning in no. general, like when you see women. when you see Brie from the side, she's a Z. Her buns stick out one way, and her boobs stick out the other way. And the legs are gorgeous, and the waist. She's a beautiful, beautiful uh, girl. She's a sweetheart too. I Brie, happy birthday! So, if we were walking down the street, though, you could like tell me if they were fake boobs or not. Absolutely. Probably? When they when they are skinny as a rail, they weigh like two pounds, and then these huge knockers are sticking out like 1954 Cadillac headlights. You know they're fake. And also, they're hard. I understand. A lot of guys say you can hear the water swishing around. I thought, what's that all about? You know, imagine you're kissing and making out with a girl, and you think there's fish in there. Because the water's shaking in her boobs. But you know what? I'm in favor of them. Because if anybody needs them to look better, get them. I mean, I'd, I'd do fake, you know what, if I could. <laughs> I wouldn't, I'd have a 12-inch one made. Listen to you. <laughs> well, you heard you know, it here on the Jimmy Star Show. Well, not that, not that I'm not in doubt already, but it's better. If a girl feels Listen sexy. Listen to him. Not that I'm not in doubt well, already. I mean, I mean, I mean, I'm not in doubt. In doubt. <laughs> what I mean is I don't have for people. Yeah, he's in doubt. Stop it. <laughs> If if this makes a woman sexy, makes her feel sexy. That's almost as good as your creamy bush. <laughs> oh I'll never live that down. That was last. Everybody week. like loved it though. Everybody thought creamy bush was I the know. greatest thing ever. Anyway, listen, I'm a firm believer in plastic surgery. I'm thinking of having some some done on my face. Cause you know, being 50 again for the thousandth time, I'm starting to sag. I'm starting to look like my father. So I'm gonna have a facelift soon and you'll know about it because i won't be on the air for a while i will be visually but not not visually so i believe in anything that makes you feel good about yourself and anything that makes you better looking no question about it so chad what time do you have it's we have uh, 4 15 eastern all right let's go ahead and try calling that number i gave you and let's see if we can get mr bill mummy on the phone roger i don't think it's mummy mummy moon mummy mummy or some shit that might be french i know we'll ask him Two Frenchmen on board. Wow. He's not French. No, thank God he's not. <laughs> <laughs> My last disaster was French. 
We'll see. La, da, 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 da. Hopefully, we don't get an answer machine. If we do, Hello. I'll leave a message. Hello, is this Bill? It is. Is this the Jimmy Star Show? It sure is. How did we pronounce your last name? Moomy. Moomy. Okay, so I've been saying it wrong the entire time. Everybody, welcome Bill Moomy onto the Jimmy Star Show. Yay! Woo! <laughs> uh, before we get started, let me introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-star, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, how are you? Hi there, Ron Russell. Good. You know, tonight I'm going to have a couple of drinks at this party we're going to, and I'm definitely going to be lost in space. Wow. Do you think you could find me? <laughs> if not, I'll send you to the cornfield. <laughs> <laughs> then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Ron, uh, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hey, Bill. Welcome to the show, sir. Hey, Chad. How you doing? Good, sir. And there's a chat room full of people, so give a shout out. Chat room, yo. There you go. That and you, works. And you sound so grown up. You sound like a grown up man. Yeah, go figure, right? <laughs> yeah, right. I love your personality, too. You have totally. a very funny personality. I can tell what's ahead is going to be fun. All right, you guys. Where are so you guys? Is, um, we're in Philly. Oh, okay. We go out of Florida. We're Philly, but the radio station is actually in Florida, and we Skype to Florida, and it Skypes out everywhere, and then we're syndicated in like 15 major markets and iHeartRadio and everywhere else. So by the time the weekend is done, a couple million people that will have heard all about your new project, Ian, and just us talking to you. There you go. And not Fabulous. Not to brag, but we're the number one radio show. No one likes a bragger. Excellent. That's true. We are the number one radio show. <laughs> and, I, and I'm the number one uh, interviewer. So there, there you go. go. <laughs> All Jimmy's, right. Jimmy's well, gonna have I'll, I'll strive to be the number one interviewee. Yeah. There you go. You, so, are, you are already. So for anybody who doesn't know who Bill Moomy, Mummy, Moomy is... <laughs> Easy for you to First say. First of all, right. if you're my age, if you guys are my age or, or a little older or a little younger, you would know him as Will Robinson from Lost in Space, one mm -hmm. of the greatest like shows ever mm -hmm. when I was growing up. I'm actually... Uh, I'm still a fan. Oh, I am too, and I'm it, actually... It plays on, on television on that weird station. Uh, Me, yes. It's been running on MeTV lately, yeah. Right. It's running on MeTV, and I'm actually also a clothing designer, and I used to dress uh, uh, Mark Goddard for appearances. Really? Uh, and so it was really cool, like, meeting him. I met him at a convention. It was really cool. And Lost in Space was really cool. Tell everybody who he is. And uh, Mark Goddard played Don. You dressed him? Yeah, Major West. Yes, Major he, West. Is he the good-looking guy? Yeah, he's the good-looking yeah, guy. Yeah, very like, well. Like weren't, they, weren't they all good-looking? Yes, you were um, all good-looking. Yeah, but that guy was handsome. I would like yeah, to Yeah, he still him. is a very handsome guy. He's a, is he still around? Yeah, he's still yeah. around. Yeah, she's a couple years ago. He's got to be a thousand by now. No, no, no. He's not that old, but he's, he's like he's, he looks really young. He's in great shape. He plays basketball a lot. Yeah, if you say he looks no, my he age, I'll beat the shit out of you right now. Easy. But next year is the uh, the fiftieth anniversary, and the uh, the show will be re released on Blu Ray with a bunch of bonus cool stuff that I'll be helping produce. So oh, next year will be a big Lost in Space kind of a hoorah. Yeah. As corny as the sets were, the show worked. I mean, I loved the, you when you were on the planets with the paper rocks and all yeah. the weird stuff. It was fun because that show had a dual, a dual edge to it. One Absolutely. Was, one was it was serious to kids, and one was a camp to adults. Absolutely now, ta Let's true. talk about what's-his-name's daughter, the famous actor. I can't think of her name, who played the elderly woman. June? June, June Lockhart. June Today's Lockhart. her birthday. Oh, happy oh, birthday, June! And Today is June Lockhart's birthday. Would you do me a favor and call June and tell her to reach us? I would love to have her on the show. Her dad was an incredible actor who made millions of films. Uh, did anybody know that? Gene Lockhart, yeah. Gene Lockhart is her father, the famous Gene Lockhart. 
Actually, yep. to uh, just to give you some heads up, um, Bill, uh, Ron had a TV show in L.A. for four, for four years called Set the Record Straight, where he would interview all the like legends of Hollywood, like Jane Russell and Tab Hunter and, and, Cliff, and Roberts Cliff Roberts and, and all those kinds T of actors. Tony so Curtis. He's like the TCM the, like super yep. pro. There's not a movie. My phone didn't ring. <laughs> no, you know why? You know why? Oh, the pain, the pain. No, you were too young. Everybody I had on my show was from the 40s and 50s. I had Tony Curtis, who was wonderful, mm -hmm. uh, Terry Moore, all the great mm -hmm. stars of the 40s and 50s. Now they want me back. So Jimmy and I are going to get a place in Palm Springs so that I can get back to California and do my show in the wintertime. And I, cer I certainly will. And then we'll have you. Definitely. First of all, I didn't... Wait, I mean, I just okay. finish. Now I'm down to doing people 50. You know, because I was doing the 80-year-olds, the 70. Now I'm doing everybody that's 50. 50. And 60. Are you 50 there you yet? go. Are you 50 yet? No. Who, me? Yeah, he's 50 yet. Yeah. yeah, he's 50 yet. Oh, yeah. I, let, like I say, next year's the 50th anniversary of Lost in Space, so okay, I'll let then, you do the math. <laughs> then you'll qualify. I looked it up on IMBD, so I know how old you are unless you lie. So you'll qualify. <laughs> no, no I, just, no, I just turned 60. You well, look fantastic, well, wait, wait, too, wait, by wait, the way. Wait, wait, I'm not finished yet. Would you please call June for me? And have her reach us. I would love to have her on our show. It would, she's such an interesting guest and a great actress. She's, she's also a great gal. I'm very sure energetic, very smart, very involved. I'm sure she is. So one thing, okay. So we've told her. So one thing I didn't know about you. I knew that you were on um, Babylon Five, but I didn't really realize how extensive. Like you've basically been working, you know, in entertainment your whole life for your, since you were like five, and like you've been in tons of everything. Like I've seen almost everything that you've been in. I didn't actually realize it was you in a lot of it. Um, but one of the things that I found super cool is the fact that you've like, uh, like on those A and E biography shows, you like narrated a bunch of them. Yeah, I, that was a great gig. I narrated biography for uh, a &E for 55 episodes, I think it was. I know wow, it was. that's great. You have a nice voice. <laughs> yeah, I mean, a what a good, good voice. voice from it all. You have a radio voice. Well, thank and you. Still, and you're still good-looking. I'm looking at your picture now. You're well, thank you twice. <laughs> and you have that nice smile that you had as a little boy. Well, you've got to be who you were to be who you are, right? Exactly. Now, oh what God, was it I like? like what was it like working with that wonderful actress? You know who I'm talking about—the bad guy. I don't remember his name. Jonathan Harris, Doctor Smith. Yes, is he not one of the best actors? Jonathan was a one of a kind, a magnificent talent to be admired and enjoyed. <laughs> exactly. Oh, you cantankerous clump! And, How and could it be was, any other way? <laughs> and he was as gay as a lock, and nobody knew it. I mean, no, he was see. married to the same woman for 64 years. He wasn't and, gay. He was married to Gertrude for 64 years, and they have a son, and, and uh, wow. they just kind of created these personas. Uh, you know, uh, Jonathan was uh, born in Brooklyn. Brooklyn? Uh, with that accent he's got? Yep. I'm he, from Brooklyn. He was Brooklyn, and he uh, started his life off to become a pharmacist. And uh, he changed his mind after getting sneaking into Broadway shows at... at uh, um, Midway through, where he could get in for free, and and uh, he just started reinventing himself, and people would say, "Jonathan, are you are you British?" And he'd say, "No, I'm just affected." Right. <laughs> he, he definitely was gay and had an affectation to his voice, but you know, I was married for 16 years, and I'm gay, so that don't mean jack shit. <laughs> well. I've got two uh, you know, I, I don't, I've got no Polaroid, so I, I, I won't be speculating on his 
no, sexual not, ways. I just, but no, I just like I love. He them. and I when, never had sex. Let's put it that way. Okay. <laughs> when when in, when important people who are wonderful and talented, I like the world to know that they're gay, so that people will change their opinion of gay people and know that we're not all you know fairies with beards running down the street with high heels at a gay pride party. <laughs> You know the In stereotypical. Case you didn't figure out, Ron, Ron well, then, and I, yeah. we're uh, we're actually a gay couple. We're married, and we're the only syndicated gay hosts. Gay hosts like that exist anywhere. So like, uh, well, so we you. like to have a lot of fun, and it's a lot of fun. Um, another thing that people probably don't know is that you're a musician. Get away! That too. He's a, he actually he does been, it all. Yeah, have been since I was ten. In fact, there's I think three episodes of Lost in Space where. Little Will Robinson is sitting wearing a bright velour and playing a guitar against some bad foam rubber rock up there. Yeah. Yes, now, I, I am a musician, now? have been for many, many years. Many albums like, out. It's like five records or so. How many records have you put out? Well, why aren't we listening to one? Exactly. Because uh, I didn't know that until I didn't listen. I didn't know that until today. We'll, we'll bring him back another time and just Bill, talk about his music. Bill, you have to come back and bring us your music. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, there's there's ten solo albums out in the last fifteen years. All of them are on you know iTunes and Amazon and oh. CD Baby and wherever you buy CDs these days, you can find mine. So yeah, I hope you'll check that out. I've, everybody will check it out. Also, everybody should check out his website. It's BillMUMY.com and follow him on Twitter at BillMummy. I know we don't have a whole lot of time with you. Let's talk about the new series you got no, coming out, time. Space Command. Uh, yeah, have... working on Space Command back in space again. It's uh, created by Mark Zagree, who uh, uh, is a, a well-known science fiction writer in television and, and uh, pulp. Oh, and Mark came up with this multi-generational epic story, uh, and I've known him for a long time. When he first wrote his his novel, The Twilight Zone Companion, I contributed to that quite a bit many years ago. And so uh, I'm back in space with Mira Ferlin, who I worked with closely on Babylon, on Babylon 5, 5 for five years, uh, and Bob Picardo from Star Trek Voyager. Uh, it's a good group of people. And, and Doug Jones, it, which I've met at a convention, he's a really cool guy. and he's got Doug is a very good Hellboy. actor and a very nice guy, and uh, we're having fun, you know. Uh, it's got um, kind of a, a slightly retro, vintage, golden age hue to the way it's being produced, which I like. You know, and it's uh, a bit of a positive spin on things. It's not all doom and gloom. So, uh, fingers crossed, uh, it becomes a a good thing. So, when when will it actually come out for people to see it? Do you know that yet? Uh, they're still putting it together, so I would imagine it's going to debut next year. Okay. Hey, Bill, you don't have to just give us a 15-minute interview. You can give us more than that, can't you? Sure. <laughs> you're really good. You're really nice, and I'm enjoying you. You play ball with us. You're, you're interesting, and you do sound like you did when you were a kid. Your voice is deeper, but the sa the, the sound pattern is the same. You know, puberty, words, I would strikes. <laughs> puberty strikes, and you move on as best you can. <laughs> no, no. Now, I do the personal stuff. You're married, you said. Tell us a little bit about your wife and your children. I'm married to my wonderful wife, Eileen, for 28 years. We have... Wow. Uh, two human beings that we created together. <laughs> our son, Seth, is uh, 24 years old and in law school right now, and our daughter, Liliana, is a very prolific voiceover artist and wow. uh, does a lot of animation. Life is good. Another question. What do you think about the salaries today actors make as opposed to the salaries when you worked? Oh, no, well, when you work back I, then. I, you work, you know, I don't, I don't think about that uh, very much. Um, 
if you actually wanted to go back 20 years ago, that's when it was really out of balance. I think, you know, uh, the unions have been dealing with some heavy hits in the last decade or two, and a lot of production things have decreased their their budgets. Um, but, I mean, look at it this way. A comic book costs three bucks, right? A, a, bucks a gallon of gas That's costs four fifty or something. And when I was a kid, a comic book cost a dime, and a gallon of gas was 30 cents. So right. everything's, uh, you know, inflated and out of control and pretty weird. And, uh, you know, What'd you try think to be positive Ange- about it. What do you think of Angelina Jolie getting $25 million for Maleficent? Well, I, I haven't seen the film yet, but uh, the trailers look it. great, you know. And and listen, if you can get it, get it. And if if a corporation like Disney is going to pay some huge star that kind of money, well, they've certainly got the deep pockets to dish it out from. So that's right. Good for her. Well, free, and I'm sure she out. does good things with her money. You know, I know she does. You know, she she's does. very I, she's I know very her. involved in trying to keep mm-hmm. the world. Uh, on balance. And no, she's fantastic. Yeah. We love her. She I, was- I know her personally because I lived on Hell um, Street. She lived on Roxbury and I lived on Spalding. And my daughter Deirdre went to school with her. And Angie oh. used to play. Yeah, Very Angie cool. Would- I spent many, many, many years on Roxbury at 1019 at Rosemary Clooney's house. Spent every Christmas Eve there. Oh, okay. cool. Well, you know, Angie's house was the pink one on the left across the street from the little school, the little play yard, whatever that was, the after daycare center. And uh, Angie then, as a child, was a very caring person. She always looked sad, and she always had something to say about what was going on in the world as a young girl. Um, I'm proud of her. I love her to death. Uh, she's a brilliant actress. I have to cut in for a minute. Yes. Okay, so so Bill, uh, Dean K. Piper, he owns the radio station that we're on, and they actually just called me and said that he wants to come on and like say something, so which I've never had happen ever in my five years. Uh, so like he must really like wow. dig you. So Dean, if you're there, you can come on now and say hello. <laughs> yeah, it's true, right, Jimmy? I've never yeah, he, done that for he, one of your guests. Hi, Dean. He also, he how also are you? Wants you to do a station drop for him, so that shows you how big you are. Because I had Lance Bass and all these other famous people. He didn't ask for them, but he nope. wants you to do a station drop. So that's pretty big. There you go. <laughs> I wouldn't Happy do it do for it. free. I'd ask for a fee. Listen, Ron. All right, no problem. As long as I can fire Ron as a co-host of this show. <laughs> we have an old saying in Brooklyn. Don't let me say it on the radio. <laughs> and it ain't Merry Christmas, baby. So I didn't want to take up much time in the interview, but I just wanted to say that Lost in Space was like one of my favorite TV shows as a kid. And the movie, I was not impressed because I thought you guys were much better in the TV show. I agree. Well, thank I agree. you. You know, I never had a bad day working on Lost in Space as a kid. I looked forward to it. Uh, my family lived less than a mile from the studio. I used to ride my purple Schwinn Stingray to the set, which <laughs> I still have. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it was a lot of fun. We all had a great time working on that show. And it's interesting because, you know, what counts as a season of television in today's world is maybe seven or 10 or 13 episodes of a show. And, exactly. of course, back when we were doing Lost in Space, you know, we did 30 episodes a season. So, mm-hmm. yeah, in, in essence, we only did three seasons. But in today's world, that would have, you know, equaled like six or seven. Years. Yeah. So what did you That's think true. of the remake that, that they did in 19, like in the late 90s? Did you see it? I did see it. Uh, you know, I, 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 that doesn't do me any good to, to be critical of something that's, 
come and gone, but I think that if they had given me $80 million, I probably could have made a better movie. <laughs> yeah, $250 million, you've done it nude. I just, yeah. I just really think that all the special effects and everything they did took away from the actual what the show was like, and I, I kind of think the effects and everything from back then were better, even though I'm a special effects type of person, but I think they didn't do the movie justice by making it the way they did. Well, they did the best they could, but uh, it didn't resonate with me that well. But, you know, in terms of Lost in Space, it was the most expensive television series ever produced during its time. And the money that went into things like the Jupiter 2 ship, the chariot, you know, all-terrain vehicle, the mm -hmm. robot... Uh, you know, those props hold up really well. They look great. And when you're standing two inches away from them, they still look great. And of That's course, cool. we had music, you know, our music was composed by John Williams, and it was the very beginning of his career, and he was really um, turning out some fantastic themes. So um, we had a lot of good things going for us. There was that good was chemistry really within the cast, and uh, it, was a, it was a very brief period, you know, the mid-60s, what a tumultuous decade, and, and how things changed so quickly. Um, uh, it, was, it was an interesting time to be part of pop culture. Absolutely. And the music definitely was out of spacey. It sort of pulled you out with that. <laughs> you know, it really worked with the show. Before, you got in the mood before the show began. It was one of my favorite shows also. And my mother loved it. I remember my mother would never miss it. And she was old, so it was a show for every age. Yeah. Danger, Danger, Will Robinson. I used to love that. Oh, yeah, that's my, that's my favorite. that before. <laughs> I love the robot. So what do you want him to say for you, Dean? You can ask him yourself. i just say, uh, you know, he could say who he is, and you're l listening to my favorite internet radio station, W4CY Radio. If he wants to throw in Jimmy Starr, we can do that, too. And Ron let, Russell. Let, throw out Ron. Let, Ron my Russell. pleasure. W, did you say that was WCY? W4CY. W4CY. Hi, this is Bill Mooney, and you're listening to my favorite internet radio station, W4CY, home of the Jimmy Star Show. That was good. Perfect. 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 Love it. Well, you think so, Biz. <laughs> that freaking was awesome. With, with Ron Russell for the 10th time. Also, what? by the way, like everybody in the chat room is like loving this, and they're all saying how you're really good on Facebook. Like that they like oh, the good. fact that you interact with people on Facebook. And somebody in the chat room would like to know what's your favorite thing in the refrigerator, which is a really weird question, but I'm, I thought I would ask it anyway. <laughs> My favorite thing in the refrigerator. Uh, well, I'll just say uh, uh, food. You know, <laughs> uh, uh, a nice cold beer. There you go. Okay, that's good. That actually came from England, by the way. <laughs> yeah. oh, that's and, you know, cool. And I, I appreciate that Facebook uh, statement because it, it is an experiment. You know, I have actually melded my personal life and my personal friends with fans. So there's about 15,000 people that are on my Facebook page. I guess you have 5,000 friends, and then I've got like 10 or 11,000 so-called followers. But they all kind of intermingle with each other, and it's uh, mostly a good thing. It's kind of... Uh, it's weird, but it's cool. I think it's fabulous, and I think I think that helps, and that's probably why you know everybody supports you in all the projects and stuff. You've got a fan base that follows you from project to project because you're, you know, you're you're not so so far away that you're not accessible for the fans to talk to you. Which I everybody should also like follow you on Twitter at Bill Mummy, 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 <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and not to blow smoke up your R's. But you are a damn good guest. That's why I asked you to stay on. You're warm. You're caring. You, you play with us. You're good. 
and you must be a wonderful person to know in person as well as well, an thank you kindly That's no it's true nice. otherwise I wouldn't ask you to be honest I would said to Jimmy get rid of him <laughs> <laughs> he's a bore you know we don't, we, we don't like commercials we're a talk show and a conversation show we don't like it when some guests come on all they want to do is talk about their shit and their everything and we don't get anything out of them you're good you give us a feeling of knowing you now just do me the favor and call that what's a face up and tell <laughs> I don't I'm old. I'm a very old man. You have to understand that I've been doing well, you're this. you're probably thing. not quite as old as June. Today's her 89th birthday. You're kidding. Nope. 89. Wow, yeah. that's awesome. That's like my Jane Russell was 89 when she passed away. Holy shit. 89 already? Yeah, 1921. She was born. She has to be. That's, that's awesome. Older, older than eight. No. Not, not, yeah. 89. She's 89? Oh, that's please tell her to come on. She tells me. <laughs> That's what she tells you. Tell, tell her who I've interviewed, the, the biggest of Hollywood, the celebrities. Okay, that she okay, I'll, I'll get in touch with him. You know, <laughs> I wanna, Jimmy, can I ask him a question? <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I said that. Now iHeartRadio is going to have a fit. <laughs> I use the F word, excuse me. There you go. So, like, how do you like being a, like a rock star? As a band, do, you, do you do everything as a solo or are you a, is it a band name or is it just Bill Moomy? Uh, my solo records are, are under Bill Moomy, and during the 80s and 90s, I released uh, eight albums with my band, which was Barnes & Barnes, which brought you such novelty, quirky rock things as fish heads. Um, I work with America, and uh, I'm in the studio right now uh, as part of a new group band effort with uh, Vicki Peterson from the Bangles, John Cowsill from the Beach Boys and the Cowsills, and uh, Rick the Bass Player Rosas from uh, Buffalo Springfield and Neil Young and Joe oh, Walsh. A new company. group. Actually, too, like if you guys, well, I mean, if the music is good and you like looking for people to put it out, we're sponsored by the Spectrum Music Group, which is like the largest indie record label in the world. I actually run the urban hip hop division, um, but we have a rock division. We have like Lou Graham and well, I don't know, we have all kinds of Paul Young, really? all kinds of like people from the 80s and 90s. And uh, we are the largest indie record label in the world. So um, if you're looking for ways to get stuff out, we're the ones who do it. And well, I'm that's connected. very good to know. I should. Uh talk to you about that uh, when we've complete yes. the album. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, my records, the solo records are out on a label out of San Francisco called GRA, Global Recording Artists, and there's seven videos up on YouTube from my last album, uh, which came out in November, which is called Illuminations, and I'm quite proud I'm of gonna that go check. I'm going to check that all out, and then I'll tweet to you uh, like an email where you can like get in touch with me, because actually now I just realized that we, we set this interview up through Clint from October Coast and Publishing. Thank you, by the way, so I don't... I have your phone number, but like I'll get any... I'll send you an email, and you can send me an email with information, and we can stay in touch. And that I'm also... Great. I'm also with Spectrum Music Group. I spend the money Jimmy makes. <laughs> <laughs> Not a bad gig if you can get it. Oh, I got it. Believe me, we're married. We got married in New York. How long ago, Jimmy? In October. October, we got married legally. Huh? Our so, anniversary's in October, October 9th. Ours is the 15th, so Ours you're a little bit before us. Right. Well, congratulations. Thank you. And congratulations, congratulations to, to you, too. In Hollywood, a 28-year-old marriage is like a 100-year marriage. Yep, we're still going strong. What did your wife do before she met you? Uh, my wife originally was an actress, and then she ran the uh, pregnancy and uh, recovery exercise program for Jane Fonda's workout for many, many years and was a oh, cool. labor coach and coached a lot of births. And uh, now she's a, a preschool teacher. Good for her. Now, is that when Jane was on Robertson Boulevard? Yes, Robertson oh. and also in Encino, yeah. Okay, sure. I know, I know Jane, and I know the, the thing. What was your wife's name? 
my wife's name is Eileen. What was your name? She's still living around. I don't mean as if she passed away. It was Eileen Davis, and now it's Eileen Mumi. Right. No, I meant her stage name was because... Oh, uh, Davis. Eileen Davis. You know, she did a lot of theater in New York. She did some soap operas. She did a few guest shots on TV. I uh, bet if I saw her picture, I know who she is. I know everybody in this business. I'm like like a Yenta Snoop. (laughs) I'm an Italian. I'm an Italian Yenta. How do you like that? But I've been around a long time, my friend. I've been in this. I was with Universal for years. I did 17 weeks at Universal on a show. I'm, I'm in a movie right now that I hate. What, I, what, what movie I, what is I, that? What? What yeah, movie what is, is that? that? <laughs> he doesn't Croker, want to say. Croker. I play a mean cop from Brooklyn who terrorizes everybody. And unfortunately, I watched the movie and saw my performance. I think I overacted. I think I, I was not. I was too strong for the cast. I think it was not good. But then I'm how do you sorry feel, to hear you, that, but you know they can't all be gems, right? There's a dud every no, once in but, a while. But how, how do you feel about that when you act? If you do, you watch yourself. Uh, I, 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 I don't have an iron rule not to. Uh, I, I don't sit around and run videotapes of old shows, but. Um, <laughs> it, it, it really depends. I mean, you know, I, I'll be channel surfing and I'll see a Twilight Zone that I did as a little kid or something, and I'll go, wow, that held up really well. Those are great. You know, proud to be a part of that. And then I might see something a little more recent that uh, <laughs> doesn't quite resonate as well. But, right. you know, I, 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 so I tend to be somewhat comfortable with what I put in the can. Yeah, I'm comfortable with most of my work, especially my TV show out west, because I was unfiltered and uncensored, and I asked questions that nobody dared. Like when Jane Russell was on, I said, what size Brazier were you in 1940? And she said, a 36B. And I said, and for that, they made such a big deal. You know, Pamela Anderson today is a 38 triple D. So we talked about her abortion. We talked about her alcoholism. Cliff Robertson, we talked about Joan Crawford trying to have an affair with him. Um, Tony Curtis, we talked about his being bisexual. So we really had an interestingly good show. And I'm going to be back. So I'm definitely going to have you on because you're a good talker. Thank you. Actually, we'll have- everybody in the chat room like loves you too. And so- I do too. I like you a lot. Really a lot. I just tweeted I just tweeted an email address to you. And, and just to let you know, anytime you tweet something, if you want it to go to a lot of people, um, if you put at Dr. Jimmy Starr at the end of it, I'll retweet it for you. I have over 800,000 followers. And so um, like anything time you want anything to get out, let me know. And I'll, I'll put it out there all over the place. And I'll put oh, it on my Facebook page. Thank you kindly. Appreciate that. And, I'll, uh, I'll put it on my Facebook page because I have over 16,000 viewers a week on my Facebook page. Yeah, there cool. we go. So, so everybody, we'll, check it out. We'll push your goodies. We'll push you big time when Space Command, when you know Space Command is for sure uh, uh, ready to air and everybody can see mm-hmm. it, we'll have you come back and we can promote it and I'll uh, contact Doug Jones since I kind of know him and some of the other people. Maybe we can do like a cast show and get everybody to come on and push the show. Uh, we want everybody to follow you on Twitter at Bill Moomy and go to Bill, BillMoomy.com and that's B-I-L-L-M-U-M-Y.com. We want to thank Clint Morris from October Coast and Publishing for setting the interview up. I want to congratulate you on just what an awesome career that you have and continue to have, and, and just thank you so much for coming on the Jimmy Star Show. And I thanks, guys. It's been fun. I agree with everything Jimmy said, plus more. Please, Bill, come back. Have a good life. God bless. Yeah, thanks so much. Have a good one. Okay. Bye, bye, buddy. Isn't that was he awesome. nice. What a nice guy. See, these are the people I love to interview. Friendly, warm, open, funny. He knows how to do a conversation. 
He was just cool. He's I want to hear nice his. Guy. I actually want to hear his music. Chad, what'd you think? He was cool, right? I guess Dean liked it. Yeah, I mean, I said, he, I don't know. I said, we got the guy from uh, Lost in Space. He's like, you got Bill Mummy. <laughs> he got <laughs> he up from his desk. Right? We should have lunch with him when we go to L.A. Absolutely. See, that's why I want to live in Palm Springs half the year instead of Florida. Florida, there's nobody down there but corpses. At least Palm Springs, we have all the movie stars to see. When he'll contact me, we'll get some music from him, and like he's doing an album with some big people. Maybe we could put it out. Either way, he was just a cool guest, mm-hmm. and like, how cool is he? You know, like literally, I went on IMDb. He's got stuff, everything. Like he's, for the well, last, he's been working since he's seven. By yeah. God, he knows everybody. In the like business. the last fifty years, he's actually been working the whole time. So and that's tell, good for him. Tell Dean when we do get a winter residence in Palm Springs, we're going to do the studio from Palm Springs, so he'll have another thing to brag about. <laughs> That, that, that Paul Springs has joined his, you know. What are you spitting out of your mouth? Are you there? Is that Dean? That's no, you. you're starting no. to sound like Dean. You better keep away from him. I'm telling you, that is Dean. That is Dean. <laughs> oh, I, I didn't know you were eavesdropping. I told Chad to keep away from you. You're starting to sound like Dean. God forbid. No, seriously, Dean. We're going to come out. Of, we're going to come out of L.A. and Palm Springs. So we're going to bring in a lot of the old timers and the new timers. Because I know a lot of people. And Palm Springs, everybody is there in the winter, so it's easy to run into them. Dean, and, that was a cool interview, though, right? Oh, yeah, the, he was totally cool. And, yeah, I was nice like, guy. Chad said something. That was one of my favorite shows, and I wasn't shitting when I told him. I did not like the movie. I mean, if I didn't know the TV show, the movie would have been okay. But comparing it to the TV show, just, it, you know... Well, what it, was wrong with the movie? I never saw it. It was just all special I have it. effects. It's okay. It was like just che- all special cheesy, effects. Cheesy, That's, cheesy, and corny. That, no, the, just the opposite. It was all special effects. I kind of like the CGI. I kind of like the cheesiness of the old school, you know, TV Which shows. Television. Yeah. You know, a, where it was, it was more real and not like uh, all this. You know, and I like C- special CGI effects. all over the place. Yeah, it's and. Too much is no It's good. just like, like one of my favorite shows also when I was a kid was Land of the Lost, and I hated the movie. Yeah, the movie was terrible. I love Land of the Lost, too. And how did they, why would they change the storyline, too? Like, they made them, Holly and Will, brother and sister. I mean, that made no sense. I mean, not not brother and sister, brother and girl. I mean, girlfriend, boyfriend. They were brother and sister when they were in the TV show. It's kind of incestuous, if you ask me. Well, that's why they did it, because back then you couldn't have two kids the same age so intimate. In the newer movie, they made them lovers because everybody's degenerate today. Exactly. <laughs> and I, da- I wanted to ask him, but I wasn't going to do it on your show, but I, was gonna, I wanted to ask him to be funny. Like, uh, did you want to bang Penny? Because she was pretty hot. <laughs> no, his wife may have been listening. He's married 28 years. Don't make trouble. Yeah, well, what was he, like 10 years old uh, when he... he, he yeah, he was ten when that came out. Right, so so you know, stopping her at fourteen. Yeah, exactly. Because I wanted to, ba- I wanted to bang Penny when I was a kid. <laughs> well, you'd bang anything with a hole. Uh oh, here we go. Even Swiss <laughs> cheese. It, dep- Get it, out! it depends on the hole. Your type Swiss of hole. Depends on the hole, not your type of hole, Ron. Well, thank you very much because I'm not interested in what you got to plug with either. <laughs> So at least we found something we agree on. If if you if I if there was you were the last gay man in the world, I'd go straight. Well, that would make oh, that the world was... a better place. <laughs> what did you say? He said that would make a world a better place. 
Dean. <laughs> <laughs> we're here, I'd smack you, but I can't. <laughs> Listen, don't you miss me, Dean? I was in the studio last week. We had such a good time. I when miss not, you like my not... herpes breakout. Stop it. Wait a minute. When we're not joshing each other, we really get along well. Folks that are listening, Gene and I really have a good rapport. We're good friends, and I do love this son of a bitch, even though he's nuts. But I enjoy Dean. We sat in his office where he sat on the chair higher than I, so he had the power. You liked it, though. You, li you liked last week because you guys got to talk about your creamy bush. Oh, he's not going to leave me alone with that crap. But anyway, you know, he he sits very high to you behind his desk. That's like a power play. So when the stars come in, they feel like, okay, we're lucky we're signing a contract for like no money and we're being robbed, but we'll sign it anyway. <laughs> you know it. Hey, you, you should hilarious. consider yourself Gene, so privileged. You get, are, are you ever going back to California? Well, actually, I got to fly out there in July because I just made a deal yesterday and we are opening studios in Burbank and in Orange County. And we're open and the Orange County studios are going to be TV studios, too. There you go. Aren't you happy the way I segued you into that? Oh, you, you're brilliant, Ron, when you're not speaking. <laughs> well, thank you very much. You, <laughs> I just segued you into the commercial of your studios. And All right. Even, you're not even All grateful. right, we're going to say goodbye to Dean because i got to do a thank you to our syndicates. Okay, get off the air, you He's the first one anyway, but we want to thank our syndicates. First off, Wait our home mean. station, the most fabulous station ever, W4CY Radio, with the best Best engineer on the planet, Mr. Chad Murphy. Thank you very and much. the best co-host, Ron Russell. And, you? Well, you're, you're on it for all of them. Then we want to thank WROM Radio in Detroit, Planet Radio Network in L.A., New York, Ontario, and London, Monster FM Radio in New York City, WBAD.net in Washington, D.C., Jackalope Radio in Kansas City. We've also got the 76th Street Network in Omaha, Nebraska, and you can hear us on Stitcher, SoundCloud, iTunes, and iHeartRadio. And now, Jimmy and I are going into the car. We're going into Center City, Philadelphia, to a great big party that we'll tell you all about next week. Actually, we got another minute. Oh, I shouldn't have rushed that one. <laughs> So can I do it over again? Yeah, okay. Now, take two. Take, take Jimmy two. and I are... Okay, that's good. That's terrible. That's terrible. That's terrible. Bad. Slow it down. Anyway, it's supposed to be a great party. It's an invite only. All big shots are going to be there in the music world. So I'm excited to meet... No, in the TV world, not music world. I thought we were watching music then. No, it's a TV show. Oh, better still. So everybody, what's oh, up? Right. Follow our guest today at Bill Moomey. At Gene One Brassard, at Dr. Jimmy Starr, at Ron Russell Show, at Lady Lake Music, at Irish Ginger Official, um, uh, at W4CY Radio. Next week, we've got a great comedian coming on, and I also think we're going to have Bella Blue, who's the, the singer with Lance Bass on that song. That's a huge hit on the radio right now. Chad, we want to thank you for... Uh, being a great engineer and co-host on the show, and what else? And Dean, please don't come on again. But no, <laughs> seriously, I want to wish a very, very special happy birthday to Bree Wilson. I love you, sweetheart. And June Lockhart from Lost in Space. Yes, and we hope she comes on our show. She should be fascinating. She knows all the Hollywood that I did on my TV show, all the great stars, besides being a fabulous actress and her dad, Gene Lockhart, being a super-duper. Uh, actor and everybody Chad. in the chat room thank you so much chad thank you so much dean thank you so much everybody have a great weekend we're about ready to go right chad later fellas bye okay. bye everybody see you next week jimmy 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 can't you see sometimes it goes just hypnotized